They say that those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. This is the History Lessons Podcast with certified financial planning practitioner Patrick Huey, author of History Lessons for the Modern Investor and your guide to financial wisdom in the past, present, and future. You ready? Good. Let's get historical. Historical? Yeah, indeed. This is the History Lessons Podcast for the week of August 14th, 2023. Peeps, we are hashtagging it. HL, the number four, T-M-I. If you're a modern investor seeking some historical perspective, my friends, once again, you're in the right place. This week, we're talking about Inflation Nation and Medici money. But first, the news. Yeah, the news last week took us back to Inflation Nation as all eyes turned once again to the PPI and CPI numbers for the month of July. The producer price index rose 0.3% in that month. Core prices, excluding volatile food and energy components, rose 0.3%. And they're up 2.4% for the past year. The services sector pushed up inflation, rising 0.5%, while goods prices were restrained, rising a modest 0.1%. Well, meanwhile, the consumer price index, CPI, rose 0.2% in July. And in the past three months, CPI is up only 1.9%. And that annual rate is the smallest three-month reading since what I usually refer to as BC, before COVID. All this is pretty good news, and it might just make the Fed stop and think twice about further rate hikes, right? Well, maybe. Surge in energy prices came in July, and that wasn't included in these numbers. It was late in the month. So there may be some additional upward pressures coming. And rental inflation, actual and imputed, continue to run hot. It's up 0.5% for the month and running near or above a 6% annualized rate over the three, six, and 12-month periods. As a reminder, price changes for housing are the single largest item in the CPI calculation. Inflation is lower, the numbers aren't eye-popping anymore, but that doesn't mean the fight is over. Next up, we'll charge the Wayback Machine and head back in time for this week's history lesson. But first, this word from our sponsor. Interest rates are rising, and your annuity purchased in the last decade might not be keeping up, which means your financial plan may be falling behind. So if you own a deferred annuity, fixed, indexed, or variable worth more than $250,000, now is the time to review it and make sure it is doing all that it can for you and your financial plan. Let us help you keep your retirement on track. Introducing Victory Independent Planning. VIP turns complex financial matters into clear and confident solutions. So you can relax and enjoy retirement whenever it arrives. Get the annuity review kit now. This complimentary kit includes a variety of checklists, resources, and ebooks to review the fees, features, and flexibility, or lack thereof, in your current annuity contract. It will even help you assess your overall investment goals and the people who are offering you advice. Get the kit today 
because you can't teach an old annuity new tricks. To learn how VIP can help you review your annuity, click on the link in the show notes or go to victoryindependentplanning.com annuity review. That's victoryindependentplanning.com annuity review. Sign up for peace of mind today. Hey, Alexa, charge the Wayback Machine and set it for the year 1642. Charging Wayback Machine. On August 14th, 1642, Cosimo de' Medici III is born at the Pitti Palace in Florence, Italy. And if anyone could be said to have been born with a silver spoon in his mouth, it was little baby, baby Cosimo. And that's because for centuries, the Medici were the shadow rulers of the Florentine Republic. A family of merchant bankers, they consolidated power in the first half of the 15th century under the patriarch, the first Cosimo, until their bank was the largest in Europe. Their political power and their money produced three Medici popes and two queens of France. And when they emerged from the shadows, several dukes of Florence also came from the Medici line. But by this time, the time of Cosimo III, their power was waning along with that of Florence. Indeed, Cosimo briefly considered restoring the original Republic, but died before arranging it. Instead, his second son inherited the dukedom, and he is the last Medici to do so. Investors don't need to have Medici money to learn from this Florentine family. The primary lesson is simple, even to those of us who don't produce popes or bankroll kings. A plan, any plan that isn't put in writing, is really no plan at all. Here are three other lessons for the modern investor to ponder. Number one, think long-term at least some of the time. The Medici played the long game for the benefit of their shadow empire and their family. It was when they took their eye off the long-term goals that the dynasty stalled. This highlights the importance of planning for the long-term transfer of wealth and assets, including estate planning and succession strategies, but also understanding the time horizon for your investment plans. Number two, assess your risks carefully because, well, duh. The Medicis were always well aware of the importance of diversification and their political alliances and their connections. This allowed them to spread risk and maintain stability for the most part uh, throughout their shadow reign, a principle that's still relevant today. The banking in the Middle Ages meant taking calculated risks and prioritizing risk management. No reckless ventures or get-rich-quick schemes for this family. And one suspects meme stocks would not have been on their radar. This prudent approach remains relevant long after the first family of Florence. Number three, invest in knowledge. The Medicis were a patron family of the arts and learning, investing in education, literature, and culture. They basically bankrolled much of the funding for the Renaissance. So be a lifetime learner, and you too can live molto bene. While Cosmo's life and those of the other Medici weren't primarily centered around investing as we understand it today, still ain't a bad strategy to adopt some of their better traits when investing your own ducats. Wayback Machine Disengaged, returning to the year 2023. Finally this week, it is on to the mailbag. You've got mail. This week we got another message through the Substack page 
Following up from your reading list from last week, what books about history would you recommend for the modern investor? Once again, let's go with three titles this week. We'll start uh, with Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow. Now, no song and dance here, but it is the story behind the Broadway show, as well as the creation of the financial system that built the United States up from a sleepy backwater collection of colonies and into a world power. Those looking for guidance on how to use debt responsibly could do a lot worse than following this book. Number two, Team of Rivals, The Political Genius of Abraham Lincoln by Doris Kearns Goodwin. Goodwin recounts the history of Abraham Lincoln's political machinations before and during the Civil War. And investors can learn a few things from his leadership. It's also another good primer on monetary policy, as Salmon P. Chase at Treasury introduces greenbacks and war bonds to fund the fighting. Throw in the creation of an income tax, and it's safe to say that things have never been the same. And number three, The Guns of August by Barbara Tuckman, the last of the Pulitzer Prize winning authors on this list only because she was the first. And we can thank her for creating the genre we now know as popular history. Her recounting the lead up to and kicking off of World War I are a great reminder of the law of unintended consequences. And I know nothing has changed regarding that in the last hundred years or so. Well, my fellow historians, <clears throat> that's all I got for this week. Check out my book, History Lessons for the Modern Investor. It's still available on Amazon.com. And be sure to do all the social stuff for us, the liking, the sharing, the following, all that good stuff. We're available on Substack, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So pretty much wherever you get your pods, check in, check us out, and follow us. And keep sending me those messages for our mailbag. Until next week, when we'll take another rollicking romp through the past and make an investment in your financial future with history lessons for the modern investor. See you next week. <laughs>